Welcome, everyone, back to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. This week, not being rushed by Mother Nature. I am Larry. I am Justin. This week, being rushed by Justin. <laughs> well, no, cause we, we usually only record for like 90 minutes, and we just, we're starting half an hour early. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm uh, because I am going to go see Talk to Me yes. directly after we record. <laughs> And if people can hear, I did... Okay, actually, I just kicked off. I had my air running until the absolute last minute because there was no, no, a heat no. wave going you, on. So. Yeah, there's a heat wave. Like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> they can listen to the air. It's fine. Uh, so last week, we did our review of St. Maud. Yep. Um, I listened to the Zombie Girls re- uh, review of it afterwards. Okay. Did you listen to it? No, I have not had time. I would say if people did not like our thoughts on it, I thought that Ariel and Rachel did a pretty good job giving an entirely different perspective. Interesting. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe if I get some time this week, I will go give that a listen. Yeah. Um, Other show news, kind of the big thing, Justin and I have been kind of doing some planning behind the scenes as we're planning out the next season and kind of how things are going to go. And last week, or was the week before, whenever we realized that our commercials are all for podcasts that don't exist anymore. (laughs) Um we were yeah. talking and our outro still has pickle thing as Justin's Twitter handle oh God, and Twitter is now x.com and there's just so many things that have changed in the five years since we started this so there are going to be some changes happening probably that will all coincide with the beginning of the next season so not this like Alan Wake uh, Donnie Darko little mini season yeah. but the next proper season Yes, and and uh, I wanted to wait until we we're recording, but we will have art, Larry. Really? Yes, yes. Thank God, because I found a couple people on like Fiverr, and like they all look good, but like your wife is so talented. Oh well, I'll pass that message on. Yeah, no, I I told her what, like obviously what the next season is, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's you haven't had art in a while, you know. I kind of like played that a little bit, <laughs> and uh, she immediately was like, okay, I have ideas. And I Perfect. just said, whatever, whatever, cool whatever her ideas are, everything she yeah. has done has been great. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, so. new artwork. There's kind of a bunch of new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, patrons have been informed not only through the campfire chat, but they have also been informed that what the next season is going to be because we're collecting their picks. This next season is going to be quite literally the biggest we have ever done. Yeah, and and um, I I worry saying. Okay, I have a way to say this. I'm worried it's going to come off bad, not to you, Larry, but to the listeners. <laughs> so next season is also like our, <laughs> not our last season, but like our last genre that we haven't been. Yes. Correct. So, and I think obviously you could, you could obviously narrow that down um, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, but because it's our last, we're kind of, and th- that doesn't mean the show's ending after that by any means. Yeah. Um, I want to get that out there right now, but we're kind of going all in on this last one again i I keep saying last but it's not the last one but i think the best way to describe it is that i think after we do this because you and i have talked about like how to kind of change this up from maybe just not always being horror about being a bunch of different things or whatever we we had those discussions before like we talked about final fantasy we talked about metal gear we've talked about zelda we've talked about different movie franchises there's all this other stuff we've talked about and I think that even though the subgenre format not only helped us like have some kind of guidance when we started, yeah, but it's also kind of hindered where we can kind of go with things. 
Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, this is the last of the genre, the genre era of the Here's Johnny podcast. We haven't even really like started to figure out what we're doing, but we're gonna. It's gonna keep going. We have time when when this releases. (laughs) We do. (laughs) I am taking over the uh, mashup for this season. I'm going. This will be the only one I've ever done. But let's just say there's a reason why I'm starting now. (laughs) <laughs> but no, that that is coming on. So yeah. if any if any of our patrons have any ideas about things they'd like to see change with the format, if anybody of our listeners like send us an email here's johnnypodcast.com just like let us know and we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, cuz we do have some some things that we're kind of working on behind the scenes to change in the next season kind of ongoing, but obviously we're always open to constructive criticism. Always constructive. You can criticize all you want as long as you are constructive. Exactly. Justin, what have you been up to? Holy shit. Okay, so I played a fuck ton of Dante's Inferno. Uh, (laughs) I beat it before you. I know. I got pulled in like a hundred different directions for uh, other reviews that I still can't Mm -hmm. talk about. Um, Possibly next week I can talk about those. Okay. Um, Man, what else? Um, I've been watching a bunch of Venture Bros. I'm about halfway through. I just finished season three. Yeah, it just started. I'm on episode three of season four, and there's seven seasons. Okay. And then I have the movie that's coming out in August. Obviously, I'm not going to make it in time, but I'm getting there. Um, I've been playing Remnant 2, which is like Dark Souls with guns. It's a lot of fun, but Larry, I don't think you'd like it because it's Dark Souls. <laughs> and it's fucking and really guns. hard. Yeah. Um, not two things that I am notoriously <laughs> a fan of. Yeah, it's like it's like a third-person shooter dark souls it's, it's hard it's a lot Miss of fun me. i hope i'm yeah. hoping you have fun it it is a lot of fun <laughs> um what else um i really don't think i've been doing much else um okay. other than obviously like some reviews i can't talk about and planning some trips that i can't talk about yet hopefully i'll be able to talk about it soon know. yes yes you do <laughs> yeah one of them is in like a week and a half i know and I just got flight information, so <laughs> that's going to be fucking down to the wire, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't really think I've been up to too much. What about yourself? Okay, so still no TV outside of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have been doing other things, namely movies and games. So the movies I watched, I watched Dick Tracy. Yep. Um, I haven't seen that since I was a child, and I, did, I forgot that Danny Elfman scored it. It's just like a super fun, like comic booky movie. It's a lot. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Saw Oppenheimer. How was it? Thumbs up or down? Up. Okay. Yep. Two up or like one and a two half up? Or... No. I, I, okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. I think it's probably Nolan's best movie, and that includes The Dark okay. Knight. Um, it was really, re- it was just really incredible, and I'm a sucker for Cillian Murphy. Did you? Um, it's Killian Murphy. Thank you very Killian. much. Killian, I always say it wrong. Um, did you go see it in IMAX, seventy millimeter or whatever? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's the only way to see it. So you know, uh, I, I mean, so when it, it leaves de- theaters, nobody will be able to watch it properly, right? It. I mean, I do like it. And like one of the movies I most regret is I had an opportunity to go see The Hateful Eight. Yeah. In like a really special presentation where they had like an intermission and they had it on like the original like the, the the film real and i didn't go do it i wish i had because that's my favorite tarantino movie yeah but i mean it was cool i'm happy we did it but like 
I think you can literally sit on your couch and enjoy it there too. Yeah. Okay. Especially after my interaction during Mission Impossible. Uh, and then <laughs> I went and saw Barbie. I've heard that Barbie is also very, very good. So I was telling Devin, like, I would give both of those movies, like, tens. Yeah. I liked Barbie more. Yeah, because Barbie's not fucking depressing. <laughs> well, and, like, and, like it, it tackled feminism in a really interesting way. Like, Greta Gerwig's probably one of my... Like, I literally went and saw Little Women in theaters because she was the director. Yeah. And Florence Pugh was in it. But like, mainly because Greta Gerwig was the director. And the way that she discusses feminism and patriarchy and Ryan Gosling being, like, kind of the vessel to have that kind of discussion with. Yeah. It was just a really impressive movie. Like, okay. I, I, I recommend that. Like, I was telling Devin, like, if I were to tell someone to go watch one of those two movies, I think I'd tell them to go see Barbie. Interesting. Okay. That's I mean, not that's, if, if I'm being honest... If I'm being honest, that's the if I had to pick between the two, that's the movie I'd go watch. Yeah. And that's not nar- knocking Oppenheimer because I really did enjoy that. Like I think Robert Downey Jr. is going to win an Oscar for his role in that. Okay. I just, I thought I, I don't know. I'm a Mark for Greta, Greta Gerwig. I don't know what to say. Uh, I watched Bringing Up Baby, which okay. was another one of my AFI lists. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it had Cary Grant. Devin, Bring a Baby was Cary Grant and Hepburn, right? Yes. And Catherine Hepburn. Um, it was a comedy. I really didn't care for it. It was, like, on my personal ranking of their top 100, the worst one until I watched The Searchers, <laughs> which okay. is a John Wayne movie, uh, which starts off with him being, like, this old disgruntled Civil War colonel, and he called someone a half-breed because his, like, He's part Native American. So that's how the movie starts off, and, like, it, it demonizes Native Americans who are being played by, like, white actors. And, like, I was looking into it, and apparently it... And I, I noticed a little bit of this when I was watching it, but it influenced a lot of directors, like George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Tarantino. Like, there's a lot of people... There's, there's a couple of really impressive shots. Yeah. And I normally can, like, enjoy a Western. I did not like this movie. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And then the other movie I watched was Labyrinth. I fucking love Labyrinth. <laughs> so I had never seen it before. Um, Wild. It was a, I know. It was a first time watch for me. I think because I watched it so close to Willow. That's hard to put it up. Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that it was bad because I enjoyed it. I gave like an 8 out of 10. Um, but... It was cool. I love Bowie. The musical soundtrack was cool. It's a little bit spookier than Willow, I found at times. Um, but no, it was great. I, I I really enjoyed it. Games. I beat Dante's Inferno. Yes, you did. That's obviously the review this week. I finished up my 100% run of Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion. So that's like done, done. Done. 100% done so and moved on. What are you on to next? What is the next one going to be? So I'm taking a two-game break Okay. before I play. I was talking to Devin, and she said to finish up the 7 universe. So it's going to be 7 Remake with Intergrade, which I haven't played before. Okay, and what's the what's the two-game break? Though? What are the two games? So I've started right now Devil May Cry. Right, right, right. right. Are we talking the Ninja about Theory that? one. It's the only Devil May Cry I've ever played. 
Oh man! I've never oh, played because so it came out when I was in college. And I remember watching the trailer for like this is fucking cool, not knowing there was more to this franchise. And like I'm playing it now and I'm enjoying it, but I'm also far more familiar with the fact that there's a whole franchise. There's a game after this one that doesn't even tie into this. Yeah, that that DMC is like by itself. Yeah, and I love it. Like I'm on chapter five now. So I just okay. I just started like late last night and played a little bit today, um, and I'm remembering like I used to, this is back when I used to do the drugs. I, I remember I used to get high and just because it's the combat is so smooth and there's so many different yeah. options, and it was like a really good primer for Doom 2018 for me because yeah, of like, okay. the, the the soundtrack and like the really fast pace of it all and like the secrets hidden around the map. Um, I think once I clear my backlog, I'm going to try the devil may cry games you you should i mean the first three are obviously like they are old ass ps2 games like they yeah. are rough uh but they're still a lot of fun to play four is okay and then five which came out like two years ago mm-hmm. one year ago is like is fucking amazing so so yeah I, i'm starting that and then the one i let Devin pick the next one i just told her it had to be one of the games of my backlog that i hadn't played before mm-hmm. so she picked out the wandering village to Google that, I dude, I, that. she's like, "What's the Wandering Village?" It's like, I bought it, so I must have thought it was cool at some point. The Wandering I don't even Village, know. I don't even know what it's about. City building simulation game on the back of a ge- oh, it came out last year, I guess. Oh, Larry. <laughs> I mean, people like it. It's got a nine out of ten. But I, I have got to whittle down my backlog because there's, like, a lot of games I want to buy. That is not a game that you can... That's, like, a, one of those, like... It's, like, an ongoing kind Oh, of so, to, so just play until I kind of feel like I've hit the end point and be done with it. Yeah. The okay, Wandering cool. Village, right? Yeah. It, the cover is, like... A, a turtle weird... with a city on the back? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that, that's, that'll be a quick one to beat, then. Just, like, kind of play it for a yeah, long Saturday. Yeah, and, I mean, Saturday. we have... Uh, we have some games coming up soon, anyway. Those so. are also on my backlog, too. So that's... Oh, I'm so, so excited to finally, finally get to these. I would uh, say I'd start playing them now, but it's still like a month and a half it's still away. still a long way out, yeah. Uh, books, I'm almost done with Antimatter Blues, uh, and I'm uh, almost done with Artemis Fowl 3. And then other stuff, Devin and I went to a Halloween in July market last Saturday. Mm-hmm. I sent you a picture. Um, it's at this town in Ohio that also has like a pumpkin festival every single year, so like Halloween's okay. a big deal there. Yeah. It was super cool. Like I got a... A cooking apron that says uh, "Live deliciously" with black. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Black Adam, not Black Adam. What's that? What's that? What is that ram thing with, with the ram on it? I got a cutting board that says "Place Sacrifice Here" in the middle of it, which I'll never use. It says for display. Um, Devin made me buy an Undertaker a, ugly Christmas sweater. I got a Midsummer Birdhouse. <laughs> I I am like, uh, uh, okay, which. Uh, goat name. Oh my god. Black, Black Phillip. God damn. And oh, then I finished the Fire Punch manga. I don't know what that is. So the guy who made Chainsaw Man. This is okay. the series he did before Chainsaw Man. Um, It starts off really strong. I think just from the tempo and, and like reading it I think it got canceled. Oh. And so the the last half is a rushed mess. 
Oh, that's that's very unfortunate. Like a lot of the themes are kind of dried up. Like I could be totally wrong, but like there's literally this pivot point, and it's like what it's like they're trying to wrap and tie everything up. So it's cool because I got to kind of see the the humor that Chainsaw Man is known for. Yeah. But it was a bummer because it started out really strong, and by the end, I was like, ugh, that sucks. Yeah, and then I'm, I, I, I think people know I'm reading the Dragon Ball manga. I'm reading. Um, Full Metal, and I'm reading uh, Attack on Titan. You're reading Attack on Titan. Interesting. I'm enjoying it a lot more. I'm able to keep track of the characters a lot better. <laughs> and, okay, that's fair. That that's was fair. my big problem watching the show. It's like, everybody's fucking dead. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you introduce everybody, yeah. they look all the same, and they're all dead. But it's really good. It's really good. That's all I got. That's all I got. Mm, Are you talking about Dante's okay. Inferno? Yeah, let's do it. At the midpoint on the journey of life, I found myself in a dark forest, but the clear path was lost. So I have two questions. Okay. The first, and I know this answer, but you have not like read like Dante's Inferno, like by Algari, right? No, like the Divine Comedy or whatever. Correct. Yeah. No, I have not. And second, is this the game where they sent a a leg cake to yes. people? Yes. Interesting. So, so this is, I mean, that's kind of talking about the background of this game i wasn't really gonna hit too much on the development because we've talked about the development for this game for, like we weirdly had. we've so we talked to um oh my god the visceral games people that yep. we had on the show for dead space yeah for dead space we briefly talked to them about it we've mentioned the like marketing go to campaign. hell yep. stuff and uh, we've talked about the development the marketing enough for this game that I wasn't really going to touch on it. Um, I'm actually just looking at the sales numbers right now to see if I can find them. But I, th- I thought, because I remember when I saw the visceral, because I'm getting better at it and recognizing game companies. I'm not as good as you by a far stretch. Well, but I was like, I know I know visceral. And it's like, yeah, it's dead space. It's like, oh, and then it all kind of clicked together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously we've talked about the marketing. So I was just gonna. And the we, leg cake. Yeah, the leg cake, which I'm gonna we I should see if we can get a picture from Randy if he still has one. We should. I would love to do that. Put it on the okay. Discord. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So, sorry, I'm moving my Skype window out of the way so I can read this. Dante's Inferno is a 2010 action adventure game developed by Visceral Games, who, obviously. Uh, Dead, Dead Space, Space? Um, they did Army <laughs> of Two uh, they did a lot of the Sims stuff um, a lot of like Tiger Woods games oh then, okay yeah Dude, I <laughs> um, played and, there was one Tiger Woods 03 I think I uh, played Tiger Woods PGA Tour 03 yep I played the crap out of that game that was Visceral Games <laughs> okay oh, I remember, that yeah. one had there's like a, a button I had a controller at that time that I could do turbo, like I like do like okay, a turbo, yeah, yeah. so I could crush that motherfucking ball. Oh man! So these guys also did. I don't know if you've ever played the Godfather games. No. 
They are fucking amazing. Go okay. play the Godfather games. Is it on Steam? Um, oh, I don't know. Probably. Okay. I'll look. I'll look. Um, uh, they also did the Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, and a bunch of James Bond games. Wow, they As really did a lot. you know, I am a sucker for The Third Age for one very obvious reason. Yeah. They, well, Final they, Fantasy X. A... <laughs> With Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> Yeah, so um, un- unfortunately, um, uh, EA closed down Visceral Games in 2017. RIP, they were apparently making some really cool stuff that we will just never see because EA kind of sucks. EA does Anyways, suck. the game was released on PS3, 360, and the PlayStation Portable in 2010. Um, the game is obviously based loosely on Divine Comedy, and I was trying to find a bunch of development info, but there wasn't really a ton. Okay. Um, I did find out that, where is it? Um, oh my God, I just had it. Um, where the fuck is this? I get for fucking scrolling away. Oh yes, <laughs> so in October, 2009, it was announced that the game would include a trophy and an achievement entitled Bad Nanny, which was awarded to the player for killing monsters resembling children. Yes. Supposedly the lost souls of unbaptized infants. This sparked a conflict with the International Nanny Association in which they encouraged supporters to oppose the game. The INA claimed that the achievement is offensive to real nannies and that it promotes real life violence. Uh, the INA asked the ESRB to omit the reward and elements of infant violence. The ESRB insisted that its role was merely to label products appropriately, not to censor them, so the request could not be met. Well, good, because it's literally uh, based on the Divine Comedy, and like the Bible has a lot worse shit than that. Oh, dude, this, there is so much... Th- this game <laughs> has so much... So uh, it's crazy it. because I always wanted like I remember I remember this game being talked about, and mm-hmm. I remember not being able to get my hands on it because I was at West Point. Mm-hmm. So when this game came out, I was like unable to play it, and then went to the college and I never got my hands on it. And then so when you brought it up for this season, like I was like, yes. I mean, I have like one of my tabletop books like in our in our house yeah. is a illustrated version of the Divine Comedy particularly Dante the Inferno part of it, because I think it's just so interesting. And I took a class in college. I was literally entirely around. I remember a lot of it, because, again, I was a much different uh, academic at that point in time. But it was entirely based around, like, going into the history behind the people. Because, like, Dante wrote that as, like, a critique of, like, like, Roman culture at the time. And so I thought it was going to be something like that. The story, as I'm sure you're about to tell us, is not that there are elements of it but it's definitely its own thing yeah um so interestingly enough um there is a animated film loosely based on the game which is also obviously i wondered because there's a lot of those cutscenes, and i i didn't know we'll get to it but i will say this game was fucking good yeah i was thinking Um, the exact same thing yeah. Um, so actually, funny enough, in 2013, there were talks of a potential live action film. Ooh. Okay. 
um, a, based on the video game with the director Fede Alvarez uh, to direct and produce. Um, however, no, so it, it was never like officially canceled or anything. Like they announced it or yeah. they reported it, uh, but it was never canceled. But obviously there haven't been updates since. Um, funny enough, uh, there is a canceled sequel to this game uh, since the game ends in a cliffhanger with yep. Dante reaching purgatory. Um, uh, it was kind of speculated that the sequel would be based on the second poem in the Divine Commentary. Purgatorio. Yes, which obviously I don't know what that is. Um, despite this, it was initially announced that Visceral had no plans to make a sequel. But they kind of, they've kind of gone back and forth over the years. Um, and in 2018, uh, Alex Rivelio of Polygon, through, inter- uh, through interviews with people involved in the canceled game The Ripper, also by Visceral, uh, stated that the sequel titled Purgatorio, or Purgatorio. whatever you called it, yep. had, a f- like, had a completely finished script, playable character, and that it featured a climbing mechanic in order to reach the top of the uh, Mount Purgatory. Yeah. But it was yep. canceled without yep. being publicly revealed. After the disappointing sales of the game, speaking of which, pop this, boop, open. Um, uh, the United States NDP, NPD group sales data showed that the PS3 and 360 versions of the game sold uh, 242,000 and 224,000 copies respectively in its first month. So half a million. Then, yeah, and then but that's that's it. Like literally 2010. That's the only sales data we got. And so we're going to get I, into it. I, I wonder yeah. if this game's similarities to God of War were its biggest <laughs> downfall. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all that's right, all give I us really a quick have, story yeah. rundown. Yeah, sure. Um so I'm not sure how to kind of balance the two because I've, like I said, I've not re- re- uh, read. Don't worry about. Don't comedy. worry about the divine comedy. We're, we're doing okay. the game. Okay. So basically, uh, Dante goes to war, or I wherever they go, I forget. The third crusade. They're on the cr- third. The third crusade. crusade. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, he comes back and he basically finds that his wife has been murdered. Yep. Um he then finds out that kind of death is there for him and he fights death takes his scythe kills death i think um th- that was like three weeks ago when i started playing it um and then he basically tries to go through the circles of hell to save uh beatrice beatrice's soul um along the way he runs into basically basically through every level circle of hell he runs into things that he did on the third crusade that yes, kind of explain why why he would belong in that circle of hell mm-hmm. um but then also kind of a flip side to that is he kind of runs into other people from his life that represent some things. of them yeah some of them do but some of them kind of like like even put more of a focus on why he should be there like when he comes across Beatrice's brother yes um so it it's kind of balances this interesting like 
he deserves to be there definitely for some of the stuff, but other things it's like, okay, well, he's not as bad as this person. But anyways, um, and then throughout the game, you can, you come across these like, uh, souls that you can either, um, save or keep in hell. Basically abolish, I think is what it abolish, was. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Abolish. Absolve um, and, uh, condemn. That's right. Yes. You can either absolve or condemn them. Um, but that really had plays no, uh, doesn't really play into the story, which I think would have been pretty cool if they could have had like a, um, you know, good and bad ending. But yeah, I mean, basically you get to the end, uh, you save Beatrice's soul and then you kind of beg for your own forgiveness. Um, and then, in, uh, they come down and obviously save Beatrice and then say, Oh, your, your redemption is near. Basically you have to go just uh, fight Lucifer who has a giant penis. Giant uh, penis. Lots giant of penis. In this game. Oh, oh yes. Um, but yeah. And then you go fight Lucifer. Um, he tries to, uh, kind of get you on his team. Once he realizes that you have the power to absolve people. Um, and then you don't, and then you're naked and you're in purgatory. And then it says, uh, what does it say? Uh, Dante's Inferno will return, but yep. it never does. <laughs> um, funny enough though, there is, um, DLC for this game. Um, it is the dark forest it is actually a prequel story. Um, and then the trials of St. Lucia, which features St. Lucia as a playable character, but, the servers for the DLC have been taken down in America mm -hmm. and like in all of North America. The only place you can still get the DLC is in Europe, um, which sucks because I brought, I bought a sealed copy of this game <laughs> like a year ago. Um, and it actually came with like, uh, coats for those, but oh. I obviously couldn't use them. Yeah. But yeah, that's the story kind of. All right. So plot, yes. um, Kind of just get the the dot like the the book the poem out of the way. Okay. I really enjoyed how this game took from its namesake the route through hell. Like as Dante mm -hmm. is guided by Virgil going through the this nine circles of hell, the the forest of suicide, like all like. To me, I found that cool, and that was all I needed from that because I knew they I knew they weren't going to tell the poem because yeah. the game starts off in a way where you know it's not going to be that excuse me what I like the most about the plot is that it definitely starts out kind of confusing because yes, it definitely absolutely. seems like Dante is kind of pious and he talks about how he was absolved of all of his sins because he went on the crusade which is like that's actually like, like canonical right it's like that that's what they told them and as more and more is told us we find out that yes like Dante is a sinner and he's done some pretty terrible things yeah um I think if I were to have any con because overall I found the way this story was delivered was great any con at all I think you're spot on I told you that I didn't condemn anybody I absolved everybody and I only leveled up my absolve side yeah or the holy side 
That was just the really fire and those crosses at everybody. Oh, they were amazing. Except for when you came up against those like one guys who would protect everybody from yep. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you had to go in there and bash them down with the little purple orbs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I found it awesome. I found the different ways they represented characters from hell. Like Cerberus was really cool. I liked how they showed the sins in different ways, both like like it was like Cleopatra and Mark Antony. Like it was just I found it awesome, and I think the thing for me that was icing on the cake as someone who really enjoyed reading Inferno, um, my god, 11, 12 years ago, <laughs> was uh, I liked the lost souls, and not only how you had the ability to like condemn them or whatever, but it gave you their background, and it told you why they were in that circle of hell. Yeah. They didn't no, I agree. have to do that. And I yeah. found that they did do it. Not only did it give you as the player, like, oh, like I am going to absolve them because of X, or I am going to condemn them because this is terrible. But it also, it, it's just a really nice tie-in. So there are some areas where I think there's a little messy, but as far as plot goes, I, for a game that came out in 2010, I couldn't ask for more. I was really happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, and I basically, I would second everything that you said um i think some of the circles are definitely stronger than some are others. really short <laughs> yeah some are really short but like ones i so this is the only the second time i've ever played this game mm-hmm. and there were two that i remembered very well and it was lust because yeah. it's like crazy i was like why are they how can they show this much nudity in <laughs> yeah, a video game uh-huh. <laughs> um and then i remember not so much the circle but the force to suicide yeah because it was like how was mom killed herself and i was I like know. holy fuck like whoa uh yeah it obviously tackles some very uh dark subject matter <laughs> clearly mm-hmm. um i think it did a really good job of like really making each circle feel like its own thing yeah um again some of it did feel a little rushed compared to the others um i think you're entirely correct with that yeah but uh, uh, honestly i I thoroughly enjoyed the plot of this game yeah i gave it a nine i gave it a nine and a half gameplay i am of two minds here justin okay I liked the holy versus demonic component, or unholy, okay. right? Like being able to choose which power side you wanted to go. Exactly. Figuring out where you want to spend okay. your points, how you get your points from doing the absolving or the condemning. Yeah. Um, I liked how it allowed you to go down one path. Like, you talk about that one ma- magic person, but besides that, like, you could do a straight magic build, you could do a holy build, you could do a yeah. unholy build. I really enjoy the flexibility to be able to do that. My cons come in in two spots. Okay. Sometimes I felt like this game did not respond to what I was telling it to do. Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> Climbing is one. Jumping at okay. times. There were there were times where I was... Mainly when I was doing the platforming elements where I felt like it wasn't me being bad at video games. It was the game not taking my inputs right okay did you come across that at all yeah uh, so the base basically um i i also agree i i think um a lot of the being able to kind of play it how you want 
yeah. um, building your own play style um, is fantastic. The platforming is like, it's, it's just very like clunky. Yes. It didn't feel great to be like jumping around. Um, which sucks because some of it is like, <laughs> um, one, so obviously this, this game is very heavily, heavily, heavily influenced, if not a complete ripoff of God of War. I like the older God of War games. 1,000%. And that is, like again, that's like the second part of my mind, right? Is that yeah. it has been a minute since I played God of War 1, 2, 3, Ghost of Sparta, and Ascension, the, the two PSG yeah. ones. I remember the combat being a lot more fluid. Yeah. yeah. See, it's interesting because I play this and I think, fuck, I really want to go play God of War now. That's how I felt. So... Um, which I guess is a good thing because I, I do miss this type of game. I agree, 100%. Um, That's why I was having so much fun with Crisis Core is that, like, it was like a throwback to that kind of game where it's, like, super yeah. simple mechanics, a bunch of enemy waves, taking on powerful bosses, having to switch up, like, how you do it. But, like, at the end of the day, like, no real penalty. Like, you could just go face the boss over and over and over again without, like, getting brutalized yeah. Dark Souls. Or, like, having to go through, like, heavy lore. Like... It's just given to you. Yeah. I I do miss this kind of game, and it was a really nice refresher to, like, do it again. Because I think yeah. we've really drifted away from this kind of game. Yeah, and, which sucks because I, I think there is fun to be had. Obviously, like, it, like we've talked about, it's kind of clunky. And the, the game, the, like, fighting, like, the combat is, like... Kind it's the reason why I switched from the scythe on holy side to the holy side is because the the cross is target. Oh yeah, just fucking sit there and mash. I don't yeah. know what it was on Xbox. I put it on PlayStation. It was a uh, B O, whatever the uh, yeah. right button is. Yeah, B. Yeah. Yeah, that's I just I leveled that up and then I use that to take yeah. care of fucking everything. Uh it's it's great. Um But yeah, and I I don't know. I I think well, yes it is like heavily <laughs> it's it's a clone of God of War. Yeah. Um, I I think it tried to do its own things with adding in like the absolving and um, mm-hmm. condemning, which I think is cool. Um, but man, there's it's always like the platforming of these kinds of games that yes. kind of ruins it for me a little bit um, because there's all there's always some like bullshit. There's where a couple. Like, there's okay. a couple segments. Where I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not doing anything wrong here. I was getting more and more pissed off. Like this is not my fault. See, for me, it's, like, it's the parts where it's, like, okay, it's, specifically, it's, like, there's this part where near the end, you're, like, pushing this thing up a hill while enemies just keep spawning in, and then, okay, I'd get it a certain way, and then I'd I'd fight them and be, like, fuck, okay, well, this fell down back, and so I gotta push it up again, it's just... It was a swinging on the ropes for me. See, I got okay at swinging on the ropes, because I wouldn't fucking grab, dude, I was so, (laughs) oh, I was getting so fucking pissed. Grab the fucking, oh, I was getting so mad. I think this is also the point to say um, I was blown away by how this game looked. I thought its cutscenes were amazing. I thought the animated cutscenes were a super cool way to kind of present some really violent stuff without being too awful with it. And yeah. the game itself looked good. Like, for a oh, 2010 yeah, and that's... game, it looked good. So I fully expected this game to look a- aged, right? Yeah, but, like, 13 years old. I popped old. it in, and I was like, holy... Like, even Michelle, Michelle was with me when I started, and she's like, "Like, what the fuck? This game looks really good." Yeah, I was like, "Yes, like I, 
I'm very surprised by those. Like the CG cutscenes look good. I'm not surprised the animated cutscenes look good because those kind of yeah. those are timeless. Yeah. Um. But but when they did right. a really good. <laughs> yeah. And and they did a good job of like integrating all three like gameplay to CGI to animated like really well. I think they yeah. they like tied it all together really nicely. This. I, I don't want to say it's like the best looking game from that era, but it's up there. It's really like, impressive. It is really uh, impressive. It, yeah, it's and they did a really good job of like animating it. I'm mm-hmm. like it blew me away. Yeah, I gave it a seven and a half. I gave it an eight. Um, yeah, it. You must not have wanted to control, throw your controller as much as me. No, I don't I, think I, I've I, ever. I've never broken a controller or thrown a controller. I have not broken a controller since college. So, a decade? I've yeah, you're getting there. You're up. getting there. Audio. I have nothing negative to say. I thought every single voice actor was fantastic. I thought the ambient sounds were perfect from like when you're sliding over the bodies in the wall. So oh, when they're like talking to you. And, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. To the people begging for forgiveness when you choose to condemn or absolve them to the different enemy yeah. types. Like, and then just like the haunting score. Like, it, it yeah. fit hell. And I thought, I don't know. Again, I, I, I wonder, and this is something I was wondering about when you and I were talking, Justin, about, like, why these games aren't made anymore. I think for a big studio to put out a game, I think that there's an expectation that people have to spend a certain amount of time with it. Yeah. I wonder if this game was, instead of four and a half hours, it was nine plus hours, if I would feel less about the soundtrack. I I think that this game would suffer from being that long. Like I agree. not only in the soundtrack, but like all like completely. Like all yeah. over, I think. And I, I like, wonder and if encompassing that's why amount, it would like they've drifted it just, from it. Yeah. It's I'm 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 glad it was a shorter experience. Because like um, a I, studio has to charge like seventy bucks for a new release, especially if it's triple A. But yeah. like if you if you charge you seventy bucks for a new game, like you're going to be expecting that. Like I, I don't know. I think the fact that it was like a four and a half hour experience, which is totally fine, and I had a great time. Like I think yeah, an we'll extended see. length would hurt it. I don't know because I so I just uh, logged into how long to be God of War two is twelve hours. God of War two is also what the, one of the fucking best games. Yeah, it's twelve hours. No way. Yeah. How long is three? Three is what I spent the most time with. Um, God of War. How long is God of War three? Um, what? What the fuck? Where did it take me? Sorry, HLTB. God of War three. Um, God of War three. Ten hours. I don't think Dante could do ten hours. No, either do I. So, oh, here. Um, the first God of War is nine. God of War three is twelve. Sorry. Okay, that's that's what you said. You said twelve. Oh, you okay. said twelve for two. Oh yeah, sorry. Two is twelve, and three, ten, and is, three 10. is ten. Yeah, I just man, I I don't think this game would be. I think it's great at four and a half. I think it would suck it any longer. Yeah, I don't. I I agree. I don't think uh, this game would do well being twelve hours long. <laughs> so for audio, I gave it a ten. I also gave it a ten. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I really like. I can never remember his first name. I just, probably should have looked it up uh it's something mctavish is the actor for dante he's in like the witcher show and a bunch of other games i heard stuff. people aren't liking the second part of season three 
Oh, it's, it's even season three altogether sucks. But Henry Cavill's out now, so I have no attachment to it. Yeah. All right, Justin. So. This is the part that I'm sure you knew was coming. How scary. Um, I don't think this game was intended to be scary. Oh, no. I know. Hands down, it was not. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that kind of took me aback and that I thought was kind of handled in a way that made me think about what was going on was the Suicide Forest. Yeah. It slowed down the hyper-violence, and it kind of was, like, thoughtful about what was happening. Yep. Um, and I thought that that was... I mean, that's a really tough and sad subject. So, uh, not really scary, but, I mean, again, this game wasn't trying to be. It was a, yeah. a fast-paced action. Oh, yeah. Hand, like I said, I, I, <laughs> I told you weeks. I was like... Yeah. Yeah, this game is not scary. I just want you to play it. <laughs> so for how scary, I gave it a one and a half. And that half point is just because I thought that they... I appreciate that they didn't go hokey or gross with the suicide stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a one as well. I, I agree. It's not trying to be scary. But I, I do applaud them for... They could have made this whole game really hokey. Yeah. But they found a way to make it make sense and not be so over the top. Uh, unless you're talking about a lady with tongues coming out of her nipples, then it's a little weird. And then babies coming out of those little mouths. It, yeah, that was weird. But it's just a normal day in hell. Yeah, we exactly. watched Hellraiser. He's like, okay, it was yeah, a normal right. day. To review the scores for plot, I gave it a nine. You gave it a nine and a half. For gameplay, I gave it a seven. Half. You gave it an eight. For audio, we both gave it 10s. And for How Scary, I gave it a 1.5. You gave it a 1. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 71, Justin. That's and, pretty good for 1s. And something pretty crazy, that is our first ever thing with a 71. Really? Yeah. Nice. The video nice. game below it is Resident Evil 2, the OG. Okay. And the video game above it is Resident Evil 3 Remake slash Re-Resistance. Interesting. Okay. Which got punished because of that resistance. That was not And good. hey, technically we reviewed one of the side games, so that's one we don't have to do. <laughs> good, because I, that was not fun. Uh, all right, guys. Like we just talked about last week, no more commercials, at least for, again, there's some changes coming. So please enjoy this lovely music as we head on in to the closing. Justin. Yes. I have two things. Do you want to know the winner of the Twitter poll, or do you want to talk about what's coming up next? Um, let's do Twitter poll first. So, we had today on Twitter, or I guess X videos, no, whoops, wrong website, x.com, <laughs> uh, Velocipaster, which was Tuck's pick versus mine and your nomination, Damien, The Omen 2. Velocipaster beat the piss out of it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, so Velocipaster is moving on. It is moving on to me, Eddie, who won last year's or last season's crappy contest. Uh, his pick this year is Sharon's baby. 
Interesting. So that means we have Shark Exorcist versus Season of the Witch, and mm-hmm. Sharon's Baby versus Velocipaster. God damn, fucking Velocipaster is gonna win this. <laughs> it's absolutely going to win this one, a hundred percent. God damn it! I know. Uh, then, guys, next week we are double recording. As Justin intimated, he is going to be on a gaming trip can i say that is that allowed yeah yeah whatever so we'll be on a gaming trip so we'll be double recording so we are going to be recording our review of one talk to me that's where justin's heading out as soon as we finish recording it's Mm -hmm. the new a24 horror film and we're going to be reviewing the borderlands which is the forced entry from rachel for this season and it might also be called uh final prayer i'm still waiting on an answer (laughs) (laughs) correct correct so we don't recording they will They'll release normally, um, but if you have any emails or thoughts about those, make sure you get them in before next week. Mm. Um, Justin, any last thoughts? No. No. I'm already tired, and I have to somehow <laughs> fucking stay up until midnight. Yeah, so get a five-hour, bro. I can't drink that shit. I'll just eat some popcorn, and I'll be Five-hour is how I got through a lot of all-nighters, because it will give you five hours of energy. I don't need five hours. I and need then like you will crash. Three. And then you will crash. But drink half of it. That's how it works, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> That's science. <laughs> All right, guys. Patreon, stick around for the campfire. Everyone else, until next week, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys helped make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm